Polar7 Enterprises presents Comic NFTs, an ethical approach, using digital collectibles to enhance your independent comic business. Read for you by the author, Greg Choswald. For access to extensive references, images, and a glossary meant for beginners, be sure to download your copy of the book at comicnfts.com. So today we're continuing the section on the unique value proposition of comic NFTs. So let's get started. Number six. NFTs can be used as digital tickets. If you have ever used a digital ticket on your phone to get into a movie theater or concert, you've used a precursor to NFT technology. QR codes as entrance passes are pretty common these days. Because an NFT is a provably unique digital item, it can be used in a similar way. When a customer holds your comic as an NFT in their wallet, they're effectively holding a convenient, easy to transport on a phone, unique club token, to your fan community. With minimal effort, it can be used as a ticket or a coupon that can't be easily counterfeited for a provable fandom. How you use that feature is only limited by your creativity. Some in real life ideas. You can offer holder only signings at cons, bonus merch, bookmarks, stickers, etc. with any purchase, exclusive parties for holders of your NFT, and discounts on print comics. Digital perks. Tools are available that allow you to use specific NFTs as password replacements to unique holder-only sections on Discord. This, in turn, can facilitate fan voting, true fan-created interaction, and sneak peek exclusives, and so on. Early access to subsequent issues of NFTs, special proof-of-attendance NFTs for any fan that shows up to your Zoom or Twitter event, discounts on online purchases, and subscriptions. Whatever your digital strategy is, be aware there is a fine line between honoring your fan base and creating an insufferable clique. Be sure to reward positive fan participation as much or more than simply honoring those with the largest collections. Also, where possible, limit exclusive perks to things that are just not scalable. Your fan base will understand that you can't give out an infinite number of seats to an all-expenses-paid dinner, for example. Be thoughtful about providing value to new and long-time fans alike. Number seven, no more missed distribution windows. So I don't know about you, but I get a lot of email. It's probably a byproduct of being on the internet since the beginning of time. It seems every single spam house and merchant of anything has me on their list. Every so often I go on an unsubscribe rampage, the legendary quest for inbox zero, and invariably, somewhere in my spam folder or inbox, I will unearth a notification that my digital comic from Kickstarter is ready to download. Sadly, on more than one occasion, clicking on that download link has led me to a download folder that is empty or inactive. At that point, you need to decide if you want to be that guy and go pester the creator directly for the comic or let it slide, paying penance for your lack of digital hygiene and procrastination. If creators delivered these same digital comics to my blockchain wallet as NFTs, it wouldn't matter when I discovered them. They would just be there. NFTs can be sent individually or, depending on the blockchain tools available on the chain you selected, can be sent in bulk. And given that the storage of the NFT is the creator's responsibility, there is no expiration date on collecting them. And there is no signing in to a new cloud service, meaning, you guessed it, fewer promotional emails. Number eight. Simplified Remittance If you live in the U.S., there's a strong probability that you've never encountered the frustration of being unable to send money you have in your possession to a person or business. 
PayPal, Venmo, and the like are so ubiquitous that financial transactions are generally seamless. But when it comes to cross-border payments, things get a lot more complicated. Here in Canada, where over 80% of the population 15 and older uses a credit card and digital payments are the norm, I still cannot sign up for Venmo. Even industry giant PayPal is not available in every country. And in some countries where PayPal is available, there are restrictions. For example, if someone wants to purchase your comic via PayPal from Nigeria, options were restricted until very recently. This is a country with over 206 million people. Even when it is possible to send money to a person in another country, there can be hits from minimum payment amounts, currency exchange, and other fees. When you're trying to sell a product for under $5, the impact of these extras can be significant. In contrast, if someone is collecting NFTs, it invariably means that they are familiar with the native cryptocurrency supporting the underlying blockchain used to host those NFTs. Most times, this means being able to pay for your comic from anywhere in the world with very little overhead and no intermediary. As an example, a few years ago, I conducted an experiment where I sent the equivalent of 12 cents US of a particular cryptocurrency called HBAR to the first person to contact me via Twitter from each continent. In under 20 minutes, I sent pennies to every continent other than Antarctica and had those transactions verifiably delivered. This is admittedly an edge case, but virtually frictionless payments to international customers will open up new markets for you. Number nine, provenance and verifiable proof of origin. An influential comic creator I respect once said on their podcast, and I'm paraphrasing here, when someone asks me if I have NFTs of my work, I offer to sell them a digital file of my comic they invariably go away. I can totally see this happening, but not for the reason this creator assumed. They posited that the reason these potential customers turned them down was that they were only interested in the art to flip it for a profit. In one survey, only 41% of respondents stated they didn't expect to see their purchased NFTs grow in value, so it is fair to say that most NFT purchasers may be looking to make a profit eventually. However, I suspect the actual reason these collectors disappear is more likely that this creator inadvertently insulted them. Why? Because what the creator suggested is an NFT cultural faux pas. To an NFT collector, this is the equivalent of saying to someone at your con table, I'll do a commission for you, but I won't sign it. It is a refusal to connect. If an artist creates an NFT and publicly confirms, yep, that's my NFT creating account address, that's me, the artist essentially offers the modern equivalent of a royal seal on a piece of content. It is the equivalent of a digital signature. The associated blockchain transaction log, think rows of information in a spreadsheet, is also a detailed provenance trail that leads back to the creator no matter how many times it changes hands. If the length of that chain of addresses shows only one transfer, the buyer received the work from the creator directly. If the chain is longer, they purchased it in the aftermarket, and there is a greater than zero chance that the creator will automatically receive royalties from that secondary purchase. Either way, it is proof to the collector that they supported the creator instead of an imposter and can prove that they didn't just download the work from a pirate website somewhere. The same cannot be said of a conventional digital print or PDF. Number 10. Collateralized Loans Admittedly, this is an edge case benefit, but it points to a potential future use for comic NFTs. Most major blockchains host a service offering NFT collateralized peer-to-peer -peer loans, basically digital pawn shops. An owner can offer their NFT as collateral, setting a time frame for paying back the loan and an interest amount. 
If the interest rate is attractive enough, another person can offer to fund the loan, knowing that they will either receive their money back with the promised interest or get ownership of the NFT at a discount. For a customer having sudden financial difficulties or trying to take advantage of a short-term economic opportunity, this can be a very useful service. Needless to say, this is not something available for regular comic PDFs. Even if we consider physical comics, the likelihood of finding a pawn shop willing to offer a reasonable loan amount for a high-value comic is fairly unlikely. With an NFT comic, the loan amount is typically 55% of the current blockchain verifiable market price, an accurate reflection of up-to-the-minute sales conditions. Yes, this is actually a thing. However, at this point, few comic NFTs meet the minimum collateral value, about $250, to attract loans. This may change in the future as more well-known artists and writers launch NFT projects. So I'm going to stop there for this episode. I have to apologize. I promised you 13 benefits, and it looks like there's only 10 in this section, but there's a different section coming up that is more about creator-based benefits, and we'll start that next week. Thanks so much for listening. If you'd like to read ahead, be sure to drop by the website and grab your free copy of the book. You've been listening to pages 30 through 35 of Comic NFT's An Ethical Approach. The book in its entirety is available as a free PDF to all subscribers at comicnfts.com and for a small fee via Kindle and Gumroad.